This podcast is brought to you by our partners at 8 Star Energy. 8 Star Energy, a clean energy company, leading the future of portable and renewable energy. To find out more, follow them on Facebook at 8 Star Energy. I want attacking purpose for football all the time. Now we've got our backs against the wall and we're going to fight and we're going to fight hard. You've got to show me all the guts and all the determination you've got in your body. You've got to inspire me. A marvellous kick. That's as good as you'll ever see. And it puts Graham back in front. I don't know about you guys, but if I see one bloke walking out of here, give the pat on the back from people out there for a good effort, I'll spill up. From inside the centre square, boys kick the goal. Boys kick the goal. From inside the centre. Welcome back to a very special episode of Danny Boyd, the podcast about the greatest football club in the multiverse. That is the Footscray Football Club, Petrarchy Limited, trading as Western Bulldogs. I'm Danny Boyd, Danny McGinley. <laughs> He's Tom Boyd. Danny Boyd's the name of the podcast. I'm just excited, Boyd. Yeah, that was a good start. It's great to be here. Um, very excited, sort of, we were thinking through some concepts in terms of what we could do a little bit differently and... I think to actually, yeah, to do what we're going to do today, it's it's going to be good. It's nice looking back to some of the best moments in uh, my life and and the club's history. So here we are. We're going to be watching the video of uh, your daughter's birth and it's going to be <laughs> great. <laughs> now, well, for those who don't follow us on socials, uh, today's episode, we will be re-watching the last quarter of the 2016 first preliminary final and just uh, giving our thoughts. So um, ideally what we want from you is for you to maximise the experience is to be watching along at home. We will put the links to what we're watching in the show notes. Uh, it's on YouTube. It is on YouTube. Uh, we didn't put it there. Uh, I'm sure the AFL probably aren't happy with that. But we'll, uh, we'll tr- you can also watch it on KO. It is on KO. Right. But we're just going to... So what we're going to do is uh, we will put... The, the, we'll put the volume up our own computer so you can hear the siren and yep. sync it up. Look, it's a bit of homework. Or you could just, you know, if you're probably walking along your, your merry way, just you've watched it enough times, Dogs fans. You can, uh, you can imagine what's going on. Just remember, remember it play by play, just visualising it in your minds. Uh, we have done a lot of that. So let's go back to that most wonderful month of the history of humanity. Mm. Beating Hawthorne. Yes. Remember, no one expected us to do that, but... We did. Yeah, well, for context, I mean, you asked me this morning, I think it was, just to have a think back to what the actual week was like. And I started at Hawthorne, obviously, because I was like, well, where was I, you know, Saturday night after that game? Oh, no, let's go to Friday night. Let's go final siren goes against Hawthorne. Yeah, sorry, it was a Friday night game. Correct, sorry. So I was thinking through and I knew that you you would say something like that, like no one thought we were going to win. And yeah. I just remember not ever thinking, maybe naively, that we were going to lose. It was very strange. Like, right. I, it was just, and I think this is something I've tried to really reiterate to people over the years. Like I never thought we were going to lose a single final after after West Coast. Just n- at no point. I don't know why. Oh, brilliant. I, I got love it. no idea why. And it was just this strange sort of out-of-body experience that just – came over me. I even remember, you know, coming in at halftime, I think we were down by, we must have been down by a few goals. It wasn't too, well, because we were down by like five goals and Um, uh, and someone misses a goal. Tori missed like 15 shots. Oh, yeah, He was 
dominating, but for some reason got the yips. We and we were dominating that game, but then Hawthorne were just on the counter all yeah. the time, as I recall. Yeah. Oh, my my literal memory of it is Tory just ruining the first half, pretty much, <laughs> because like we he he never missed. And he was so good in that couple-year period. Yes. And just a brilliant shot for goal, yes, but even more so, just like a brilliant small forward. Yep. And he was absolutely torching the Hawthorne defence, but just could not get um, the ball to go through the big sticks. And then just before halftime, he missed a goal, which started a melee, which meant that me and Cyril were wrestling. You and Cyril? Yeah, true story. That's a, um, that's at a, least in my memory. That's a big of a size difference. You could have just picked him up and put him on your... Well, it, it was kind of annoying because the size difference means that he's reaching up and just ripping my jumper down. Right. Which is not that comfortable. Like, the collars on the AFL jerseys, they do leave, like, very big. Like, when you see the rest, the um, jumper wrestling and all that sort of stuff, they do leave lots of, like, skin irritation behind afterwards, yeah, yeah, as yeah. you can imagine. Anyway, so uh, we got through that game, and I remember walking around the ground and sort of going, holy shit, we've, we're going to a prelim. Yeah. And then within about five minutes of that, it went, I've got to play the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I don't, had I, I don't think I'd played them yet. Maybe, or maybe we had once. So I don't, I don't know. Had we played them up until this point? Well, we had played them in the year. Obviously, we yeah. played them. Uh, we, we, we lost but to I, them. At I might have Giant Stadium. Yeah, I think I might have missed that game. Yeah, I do remember that was the week that Jared Roughhead, his cancer had come back because our yeah. banner said uh, thoughts are with you, Ruffy. Right. Moment. Yes. Um, and I, and I remember uh, post that game, obviously just. Getting into the frame of mind that I would need, um, because when you look, when you're 21 at this stage, you think that everyone's thinking about you all the time, and mm. the world revolves around you. I was thinking about yeah. you all the time. Yeah, I, I know, but I, I was thinking the Giants, the whole Giants team is just thinking about beating me. Yeah, which so not true. I'm sure. Like they were, a bit, they were focused on other things. Yeah, they yeah. were they were focused on beating us. And so anyway, that week there was a few things that happened. Uh, Roll back in, get preparation mode. The fans have built up this huge amount of people at training, which is like yep. the greatest thing ever. You don't do any proper footy training. You just kick the ball and everyone claps. It's <laughs> it's, a, it's quite an experience. Though. Oh, really? And, you know, we, it went from the first – so before the first final, you know, there's 30 fans there at our t- open Tuesday training. Then the next one, there's, you know, a couple of hundred. Then there's, you know, a thousand or whatever. I don't know the exact numbers, but going into that prelim, there was a lot of people who turned up. Actually, yeah, I remember showing up uh, to, if it was not that week, I was definitely there for the Hawthorne one, I think. Yeah, it was would have been the captain's runs that people were probably, turning up to, yeah. right? So the Friday morning before the Saturday night game um, against the Giants, there was heaps of people there. Weather was good. And then the, the next week, obviously, the grand final, there was... Oh, it's thousands. thousands yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't grand finals for another grand episode. Grand finals for another episode. By but, the way, I'm calling this series uh, where we where we rewatch great games yeah. once more with feeling. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, you're the creative director or whatever I, it is. I am yeah. now. Thank, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that um, title. Then the, the other thing that I remember is that obviously, so before the game, they changed the game time. I don't know if you remember this. So it would, would typically be for a uh, Saturday night prelim would be a 7-10 game or yes. something like that. And they moved it to 5-40 or something. Moved it to twilight. Yeah. yeah because we there was a curfew still in place in Sydney Airport and we had to get out that night. That was ah, why it changed. Right. Um, I, I thought it was to make it slightly fairer to, you know, for both teams on the grand final. Yes, but... But only because that way we could get home. 
Okay. So that was the fairness bit. So right. yes, you're right. Just the um, the specific reason was flight times. But then the other thing that happened is that I think it must have been on the Wednesday, our day off. I um, had developed quite a good relationship with Emma Quayle. I think I've told the story on the podcast before. Uh, Emma Quayle, who was who was it was at the Age. Um, lo- lovely, lovely um, journalist. Uh, worked really closely with me through the draft and was one of the um, journalists who didn't just become my biggest critic after I got drafted. <laughs> so greatly appreciated that. Um, and anyway, so I sat down with her at my favourite coffee shop in Albert Park at the time, chatted through all of the things that had happened that year, how we got to the point. It's quite an extensive article. You can find it. Um, it's out there. And it was a lot of conversation about, you know, like how do you have you dealt with the scrutiny? And then there was questions about uh, Zane and I's altercation. Oh, yeah. And just there was all these questions. Yep. And the one thing that I put at the end of this must have been like a f- half-page feature. Like it was a, must have been a big article. I've read it again today. Was little did people know, obviously, to- I mean, Tom has been dealing with a shoulder issue all year and he's oh, going to need a reconstruction. Oh, no. And oh, no. everyone knew this. I missed six weeks with a shoulder issue. I'd had it taped all year. Like it literally said shoulder. It was, yep. But it brought it straight back to the front of attention. So as the game started... Two things came to mind was one that, uh, sorry, to backtrack. On the Thursday, I come into main training day and Stephen King and Joel Corey are sitting there on the exercise bikes at the entrance and go, what did you do that for? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Being 21, <laughs> naive, thinking everyone's friendly. Mate, they are going to smash you because oh, wow. of your shoulder and they're going to target it. And of course, mummy did that until he got tired. Um, <laughs> so... That was that was one of the really interesting parts of the week, and then I think just mentally preparing for um, the game, and then you know obviously we're not going to watch the whole thing. So the the other thing that really stood out is because it was a five thirty game or whatever, it was like twenty seven degrees when I ran yeah. out there, and I hated and I always hated playing in the really hot weather, right? Because it just made me tired quicker. Um, I preferred it to be cold. Um, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a tough start to the game, and then obviously the Bulldogs. But, uh, the the Giants getting booed at their home prelim is a story well told. Um, so that's sort of the framing of the week, I think, that really led into it. Um, yeah. Well, we've, uh, what we did is we opened up to our Patreons. They could ask questions about the game, uh, which we'll yep. get to uh, as they become applicable. There are, are a couple of pre-match uh, things that people wanted to know. Uh, number one, um, Will wanted to know, uh, what was your role supposed to be before Ruffy got injured? Uh, similar to what it had been all year. So my, my role was, um, it was split between ruck and forward, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we had goal kickers in the forward line that weren't, um, so I didn't need to kick all the goals, which was nice. Um, but I basically floated between 40% in the ruck and 30% in the ruck, depending on the day. And to be honest, I like playing forward more. Um, so I tended to push that way and Ruffy tended to try and pull me up towards 50% a bit more and um, obviously fit in time off the ground there. So that was the specific role that I was given, same as I had been um, for the previous whatever amount of weeks. Who was your direct opponent when you first got – because you started in the forward line. I think it was Phil Davis. Did you – and because uh, Ruffy went to shake – Shane Mumford's hand and Mumford smashed his hand away. Did Phil do anything like that? Uh, yeah, he was very hands-on to start the game. But right. Phil always is like that. And yep. He's a sort of miserly defender. Um, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was daunting. Like really daunting going out against your old teammates. Been at the club for two years. They're the sort of hot prospect. Clearly favourites for that game, yes. I think. Um, yeah, it was, had, it was had intimidating. Had the Swans in a, you know, in an upset. Yep. 
and yeah, but what pumped was them it? too, right? Yeah, yeah, really. smashed them at uh, at uh, the uh, ANZ Stadium, I think. See, we only because we only t- think about the Bulldogs. Uh, we forget there are some ripping games in that final series. Oh, yeah. Geelong Hawthorne after the siren was it Isaac Smith who missed? Yep, uh, and then. The first quarters that Sydney have against Geelong in the prelim and I think it's North Melbourne in the semi, where they're just, they're just 10 goal opening quarters. Yeah. Unstoppable. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was funny. I don't, remember, I don't remember a lot of that period of time. I mean, it's very difficult to like, it was such a yeah. rush, right? Yeah. But trying to remember, like, I'm pretty sure I would have watched the other games at that stage. You would have, yeah. Because we would have wanted to know exactly what was going on and yeah, who'd won and who'd lost. But it wasn't typical for me to watch much footy except probably. In that period, yeah. And when you ran out and saw my banner, what 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 did you think? Uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I used to read the banners or not. I seriously, I can't remember half of my career. I don't know. I hopefully I don't have like CTE or anything. But I just like I can't remember what I did or why I did. I just remember not being one of those guys who had all the superstitions, and yeah, I used to enough. just run out and just go and try just and get, get your a job kick. done. Yeah, we'll try to. I'll pretend to be upset, but no, you had you had things. To the the focus booing on. really stood out. Yeah, I but really it was almost like it wasn't a shock. It was that it happened. It was just completely different to what I expected a prelim to be. Yeah. And, and it, you also feel like, I mean. This is no offence to the Giants fans by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think many are going to listen to few, this. A few, few. <laughs> I actually met a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. It was a very strange experience. Um, but it didn't feel like where a prelim should be played, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, like I think of prelims, I think of the MCG first yeah, and foremost. Absolutely. I think of the SCG, I think of uh, Subiaco. Not really the gap. I was probably a bit young to remember the ga- the Brian, uh, Brisbane Lions um, three peat uh, in terms of like but these specific big cauldron stadiums. Yeah, and that is a small. That's only tw- what twenty five thousand. Yeah, I guess and uh, open ended like yeah. like a prelim at um at even at GMHBA or Cadenia Park or whatever it's called. Um, that doesn't strike me as it doesn't make sense. That would to be me. weird. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think just these more boutique grounds, I, and then the booing. It just was a very weird experience running out to that after we'd run out to eighty thousand at oh, the MCG course. the week yeah. before and Subiaco. Yeah, another great yeah, one. which was yeah. So and look, the vibe as I recall uh, leading up to this match is. Uh, Everyone was going for the Bulldogs. It was very yeah. good versus evil. And I remember I was just so single-minded that week. I remember driving to the pub where we watched it, the gasometer, and I'll tell you why we, we chose that one. Um, and just like literally driving there with my wife and my then two-year-old son and just seeing all the people in the traffic just going, what are these people doing? Yeah. How can anyone be doing anything but going to watch this game? Yeah. That's so – I couldn't even fathom that people – we're not going to watch this. Anyway, so um, the reason we chose the gasometer, um, <clears throat> I used to drink a lot at the Rose Hotel in yes. Fitzroy, great pub, uh, still still whenever I can. Um, but there was one, that year we, when we played Sydney early in the year, I might have told this story on the pod, but for new listeners, um, we were being beaten at halftime. So me and my mate Shane said, let's go to a different pub, see if it changes luck. Yep. We went back and JJ kicks the goal yep. to win it you know, with seconds to go. So that became a good luck pub. Yes. And I said, we can never come back here until we need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my wife was due to give birth uh, a week after it, so I couldn't go to Sydney for it. Yep. So I used the gasometer and the right. luck came in. All right, let's get the – we're just going to watch now, um, if you look at your episode notes, uh, we're just looking at the official AFL highlights. We're just going to watch the first three quarters. Uh, we are going to start that – Three, two, one, 
now. So this is just match highlights. The game begins. You uh, the game begins with Ruffy winning a tap out and Bont getting a kick into full forward, which uh, Boydie does not collect. No, that sounds about right. <laughs> but thankfully, that's not in these highlights. So we go. Oh, remember Clay that? Smith? Wow. plays. Oh, the game of a lifetime, out. doesn't it? Yeah. So we forgive us while we go quiet here. It's just because we get caught into the match. So I just got ignored from what I could tell. Oh, you did. Yes, yeah, there I am. There's Clay. Clay Smith oh, with the wow. opening goal, which is five minutes into the game. Yeah. It was so... Well, I remember it being just absolutely frenetic. It was bedlam. It was just insanity around the ball. So, uh, Ruffy must still be out there. So, this would be my first change into the ruck. Oh, so Ruffy's still out there with me, yeah. And now, oh, look at this. Tori oh. Dixon drops the mark. Stands up. Stands up and kicks foot. it with three giants around him. And then straight into heater. Yeah, now, Liber. okay, there was a question. Uh, oh, oh that's the Woody mark, yeah. This is with a busted ankle too. And for wow. Woody, it almost helped him, I think, because he couldn't jump as high, so he had to do a bit more of, like, the hang. Because <laughs> he would have jumped over him with uh, with full... Oh, we've got that's ads coming. We're getting ads now. It's a 15-second ad. Five-second ad. you've got one that. Three. All right, we're going to skip through it. Oh, this is going to ruin everyone's timing of it. But, Second um, quarter. Hey, um, Shannon wanted to know, Heath Shaw le- losing his cool definitely gave us a leg up. How did that come about? Did we just simply break the GWS backline for a period or did someone get into his head? Uh, well, in the, that first clip, when Tori kicks that goal, uh, Libba just sprints from like 100 metres away to smash him. <laughs> so the weird thing is that Heater's antics, um, they, they were when they were under control, they are actually really useful almost. Yep. yep. But then it became such a drama. And I remember like he would get like one-on-one. Uh, like, I remember Phil's job almost looked like, oh, so Ruffy's just hurt his eye here. Here we go. So uh, two minutes into the second quarter. This the ball to the face. Wow. I didn't know that. That's ha- I couldn't even remember that's how it happened. Yeah, well, um, one of the other and questions And there goes Callan. That's, so, that's a massive moment. And then again. two minutes later, Callum Ward gets kicked in the face. No, need, need in the face. Absolutely flush. It was one of the most horrific things to look at. Were you close by for this? Oh. Zane Cordy just like right in the temple. Just absolutely horrific. Not something we would wish upon oh, anyone. But not. in all in all earnest, like definitely changed the quality like the context of the game. Well what was going on in your head uh, when when Ruffy got injured and suddenly you were oh, I didn't know what had happened. That's from um, I, I didn't I honestly didn't know what had happened until quarter time and then I basically oh, no, got it happened after quarter so time. I sorry I still didn't know right how bad Ruffy was hurt here then so we're at, we're at uh, 15 minute mark of yep. the second or you know so I, I've gone into the ruck and the message was probably Ruffy's like Ruffy's sore you you got to stay out here or something okay. like that yep. and and that's not uncommon I, I've done that before I actually did it in the last game of the season against Frio where I rucked yep. basically the whole game against Sandy um, with a busted ankle. Look at that. GWS um, were unstoppable. They were like a squadron of Spitfires. Yeah. And for memory, it was just neck and neck, goal for goal, over and over again. Both in the first and second quarter, we get goals. Clay Smith gets goals in the dying seconds. Yep. And they're so important psychologically. I well, imagine. yeah. I mean, it's such a, like, a so crushing when it goes the other way. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when you just, you just can't get things to, to happen late in quarters and then they kick a goal and you're like, oh, God. Actually, yeah. So this is the third quarter now we're into, and GWS start dominating. Yep. Uh, they, we were ahead, but then they get ahead. There was a moment, and I'm going to put this photo up on our socials. Um, wow. At one point during this third quarter, 
It's about five minutes from now. This is oh. a dicko again oh, on a heater. What a mark from Tory Dixon. Mate, he's so, I, you forget how bloody good he was. Yeah. But just, it just, it, we never, we were always kind of, so for most of the game, we were just sort of that goal ahead, but just never quite break him. Yep. And then they get ahead in this third quarter. And it's about to happen. There's a moment where you are being yes. uh, surrounded by this uh, one. Patton, this Cameron. One. This is it here. Yeah. Now, the question is from Jared, which of these grins was the most satisfying to wipe off? Well, I don't know. I mean... Je- I mean, Jez actually had quite a good line when I left. What was that? Which was, we traded a city slicker for a pig shooter. Because uh, for Griffin. Which, by the way, Jez, I grew up in the suburbs, not bloody the uh, ivory tower of the city. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, it was funny that both, I mean, both John and, and Rory were very chirpy in that moment. Um, but the thing was, like, you know, like if you looked at it in fairness, <laughs> I was rucking against a guy's five or six centimetres bigger than me, yep. who was the second change for a Ruckman that was 10 years older than me. And I was by myself the whole time. Great grab here by you. I mean, you do the, the hospital pass to lock yeah, you onto there. absolutely. Now, this is, the, as Good. BT Did you calls see it. So, uh, 48 seconds to go in the third. See the absolute most pathetic attempt at a shepherd by I me. Did you see that? Just, just <laughs> put up the old turnstile arm, pretending like, I'm like, I know I need to do this. I'm tired. <laughs> Oh yes, this is this a is this the, is just player of the year. BT says, "Wow!" And just forget, like that was two goals. The Caleb, in three Caleb Daniel, massive goal to finish the. Uh, the okay, third. so that now we're going to pause this video. Pause it, all the viewers at home. We're now going to go to the uh, second link. The second link, the full match. Now we want to go. We are starting this at one hour thirty six minutes and twelve seconds. One hour, 36 minutes. And 12 seconds. Oh, well, hang on, go, go a bit before that. And yep. so, so they can hear the, um, the siren. So go a bit. Yeah, there's, uh, well, this is actually a good place to start. Cause, so what happened at the end of the third quarter was the really interesting bit. So at this stage of obviously, I've known for a quarter and a half that Ruffy's injured. At yep. halftime, basically they said, it's on you, mate. We need you to step up. Now, and who's then, that, is, that, is this from Bevo or is this from... Uh, it would have been from Kingy, I think, at this stage. Okay. But then three-quarter time, Bevo comes up to me and he says the words, can you do it for us? Can or you like, do it? can you make it? And just in case anyone... We haven't pressed play yet on the yep. last one. We're just So uh, there's 24 seconds to go in the third quarter. Yeah, We're just yeah, chatting yeah. through the final We'll bits. tell you when to press play. Um, so yeah, three-quarter time, how the vibe must have been... Because we got the last few goals. There's yep. one point in it. We're one point down... But the momentum has gone our way after it, we very easily could have dropped our heads. Yeah. And, and, and I think the, the, the mental exhaustion that happens in footy when you can't break the other side, like both, of, both teams here are feeling it, right? Yes. Both teams are going, we, ju- oh, just, we wish we'd gotten that extra goal and put us 15 points up instead of nine. Or whatever, yeah. the, whatever the moment is that they're thinking about. And Bevo here is doing the calculus on the board with six seconds to go in the third quarter, just trying to work out what the hell we're going to do for the last. God, and the ruck contest looks so different because we're doing third man up. I mean, yeah. that was you and Libba going together there. Oh. So the siren's just gone. Devin Smith has tried to start a fight with Tory Dixon and Shane Biggs for some reason. Oh, Biggsy versus Heater. This is who we want to see. That's, that's a battle of the it, loose it was units. Just, it was just on, wasn't it? 
all there, day. Uh, there is at one. There's at one point. Um, I think it's Zane and one of the GWS players. Bigsy's going to the wrong bench. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Bigsy's just head down, tired, walking towards. So the video now. So we're we're at three quarter time. So yep. we've had the break. We had the three quarter time. We're at one uh, hour thirty six minutes uh, nine seconds. I'm just going to put my microphone right up so you can hear the siren. Hopefully that sinks in with you. This is our first time doing it. We're going to get better at this with other games. Yep. But uh, so here we are. Here we go. Last quarter starts now. Boydie up in the ruck against Mumford. <laughs> you both just push each other out of the way. Mumford gets a very odd tap out. <clears throat> Dylan, is that Dylan Shield? Yep. Yep. He gets the... Oh, see, still frantic. No one can get clean possession until Jacko. Stringer gives it to McRae. And Zane drops an Zane drops the easiest of marks. <laughs> he wouldn't have been able to kick it from there anyway. <laughs> he only could kick it about 40 metres, old Zane. Well, he kicked... He kicked a... From a harder goal the next week. Oh, spoilers. Um, yeah. Uh, also, not further out, though. <laughs> That's true. It so is this, a bit closer. Well, this, is, this is one of the great stories, too, of this game, right? This is Fletcher's comeuppance. This is a reason, like, his performance in this game on Jez really was what got him a game in the grand final. He was, yeah, he did some pretty magical things. And Jez, like, I think Jez maybe had four or five touches for the game. Really? Is it that bad? They, you'll have to fact check me on the actual game, but I'm pretty sure. I don't think Jez kicked a goal from memory. I think okay. Pat Patton played okay. He kicked a few. Um, and Rory Lobb kicked no, one or two. Patton kicks a couple of magical ones in the third quarter. Yep. And, and Heath Shaw kicks one from 70 out. That one of the not best expecting. players in the league for the last seven years is Nick Haynes. It was unbelievable. Yep. It's such a pain. So uh, Lobb's just taken the mark. I, I can't remember if he kicks this or not. He's a funny-looking bloke, isn't he? He's so long. Yeah, he is, and he's... I mean, <laughs> obviously, playing for the opposition where... Left and foot he's just start. got That's a goal. good finish. So first goal goes to GWS. At this point, pretty much at the gasometer... By the way, I remember there was myself... It was absolutely packed, but of the proper Bulldogs fans, I think there was only about four of us, and we were spread out. Yeah, because it was so packed. I had so many friends come and watch it just to sort of you know get you know watch the match and get behind it. And they because they were neutral, there was still a lot of banter. But I'm pretty sure from this point, I'm incapable of speaking. Yeah, right. <laughs> so a lot of people asking questions. Oh, mate, who do you reckon they should put on? I'm like, no, nah, just so, just shaking my head. Don't talk to me. So Jez had five touches and a point. Wow, in this game, great work, Flash. And he was he was and is a superstar. Yeah. Boydie v Mumford. Boydie just pushes him out of the yeah. way, gives away the free. Got the timing wrong. Why did they bring it back? That's a real question. That actually could have been bad. Yeah, it could have been like, real bad. Yeah, like my. See, uh, now I've had to go from the center of the ground. I remember the, oh, this was always a thing. If you're the ruck, or if you're like, a, if you're a forward, you always need to come up and take the mark. Like this is back before the protected area rule came in. So. If a, something happened up the field, the forward was expected to get to the mark and push that guy back into defence. Yeah. So for this contest, I'm I'm in at fullback basically. Right. Of after well, that the, makes after sense, the mummy using thing, your yeah. height. Yeah. So but you've had to sprint. Yeah. So you're already much. tired. Anyway, Toby Green's uh, taken a, a what a you know, look. Star. Begrudgingly, I'll admit it's a fantastic mark. Does he kick this? I'm no. pretty sure he does. Oh, I feel like he misses this one. Okay. Because I don't remember getting two goals down the last. 
I don't know if people th- can re- remember back. No, he's like, got he's it. flushed it. I don't people remember back, but Toby's first year in the AFL played as a midfielder and yep. he had like, you know, 35 touches a game. But the criticism of him was always that he was his kicking wasn't good enough. Oh, okay. And now he's like one of the best set shots in the league. <laughs> so he listens to some criticism. <laughs> oh, how's this bloke dressed in the orange suit? Complete Looks like orange. Daniel Gorringe a bit. Complete orange tuxedo. Like, do you, are they paid actors, do you think? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he still looks... Uh, he's still pretty intimidating at this stage, old mummy, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. It's not a good start, is it? No. I don't remember it being this bad, but, yeah, we're... They've just this cr- is they've like a real... In the first two minutes. The Giants fans would be, be getting in the ears of the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs fans would be panicking at this point. I did better there, thankfully. My last rock contest did led to an opposition goal. And so. what constantly happens in this match, just when you think momentum has gone one way, Giants proved me wrong by getting it forward. But here we go. Oh, Toby McLean. Oh, and Devin Smith just absolutely abused him after that, from memory. It became a bit of a staple of Toby's life, just getting abused for milking high tackles everywhere. Yeah. Well, but, you know, Toby's not a big fella. It's pretty hard to... Like, if you were getting too high free kicks, then, yeah, it's probably dropping the knees a bit, but Toby's only a little. Uh, I'm just so certain Toby was freaking out because he stuffed up a kick in the most dangerous part of the ground and then the ball just somehow came straight back to him. <laughs> oh, Toby. Oh. I was so panicky. I even was like... I didn't celebrate that goal yeah. until the goal umpire gave it. Yeah. The two fingers. It's actually nerve-wracking watching it. I haven't actually... I don't know if I've watched this game. Oh, mate. Maybe... Oh, I might have once. Maybe. By the way, at this point, yeah, Caleb Daniel scored two goals. Um, and the rest is just Clay Smith and yeah. Tori Dixon. Yeah. Which is very unbulldogsy. Normally yeah, yeah. We're a we're spread. Big, big spread of goal kickers. We didn't have that much of a spread in the granny, did we? Because uh, Di- no, uh, Dicko, yeah. me, and Pico kicked three each. That's right, yeah. Toby got one, Stringer got one. JJ oh, had one. Give us a free. All right, let's see how Boydie goes here. I, well, I, I always liked uh, the ball-ups gave me a bit more room to move. Oh, but nah, got monstered out of it by... Oh, you just you just roved. Oh, what do you mean? That's how I was in there. <laughs> and a free kick to Tom Boyd. What a just hero. Just kick it as long as I can. Pretty much my goal here. <laughs> so not to a contest? Oh, yeah. Well, straight Jeez. to Lockie Whitfield, apparently. Not ideal, mate. <laughs> yeah. Do you beat yourself up over things like that or are you just so focused on, all right, what's next? Well... I was pretty tired at this stage, so I was probably thinking about how tired I was. But, like, my – see, this is the thing. Like, in this era with with the ruck position, it wasn't actually as important to win hitouts. It was more about getting the ball going our way. So, like, that last ruck contest was good for us. Yeah. Whether mummy won it or not. If the ball was – you know, it was quite slippery this night. If the ball was going towards our goals, good. Like okay. momentum is so important, um, and so, it was something that Richmond, have, like in later years, turned into a real um, advantage, which was just keep the ball moving your direction because it's so hard to stop. Yeah, um, and then they just mob and maul, and that's basically what oh. finals are in a way, uh, just like a roaming maul of players. Oh, Cordy's got a couple of goals as well. 
But the other thing is like I, at this stage, like my game became very simple. It was just have a crack in the ruck, follow up. If you get the ball, either handball it to someone who's a bit less tired yep. or, or kick it real far. <laughs> what else did Bevo say at three-quarter time to like the rest of the group? Do you remember anything like that? No, I don't remember too much. Um, like was he going the big rev up or is it purely cold and tactical? I, I Look, I, I, I don't remember exactly. I imagine it was quite... Like the question he asked of me was a very much a like person to person request. Yeah. Like because he had no options, right? Every time Zane went out on the field, we lost a ruck contest really badly right, and okay. it looked terrible for us. So he was like, mate, it was like a we need you here. Like this is a – but to the rest of the group, it would be probably challenging them to, you know, continue to fight and scrap. And did it. you say like, <laughs> yes, or are you saying uh, something? No, I said, I basically said, right. at least from my memory, leave me out there. Like, just just leave me off th- on the ground. You're like, and you just were like, I'm just getting started, coach. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was, I'm just going to hang on. Is this, this isn't the JJ run, no. No, the JJ, oh, runs, the JJ runs the second last goal of the day, isn't it? Oh, spoilers, I don't know. Oh, that's very lucky you missed kick that. Fifty. Oh, come on! Wow. Yeah. See, these are such big moments in games. Like it seems like it's just a fifty from halfback. No, it's a it's a forward fifty entry. Uh, and yeah. now you know because Caleb's going to kick it another fifty meters. So now the dangerous part of the ground we don't have to deal with anymore. For a matter of seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is a huge relief. It looks Such a, a good kick of the ball. Right, Just hits Dunkley on the chest. He puts it inside 50. Bont is being absolutely manhandled. That should but have been Tomlinson. a free. Will Davis has done a tomboy, just kicked to distance and it's been grabbed by Shane Biggs. Now it's just down. There's Matty Boyd. Just kneeing him in the head. He was behind Biggs. Thanks, Brian. He's also like a foot and a half taller than him. <laughs> so he might as well have been in front. Oh, great tap. There's like, well, there's like one fumble for the game. Yep, get Ooh, it out. Insufficient intent to keep it in there, Tom Yeah, they'd Boyd. pay that these days. Yeah, they, they would have. They'd yeah. been made a big buddy fuss about it. <laughs> now, that'd be like last touched. That rule coming in now. Oh, like basketball. <laughs> Here we go. It's probably, probably a free probably, as well, probably, but probably, he's grabbed the ball probably, and hand probably a free, to a Probably a free kick. To you or against? Yeah, to me. The, the handball was just get this thing out of my hands. So I probably should have just kicked it, to be honest. <laughs> See, we never did reviews in these games, so I don't remember making any mistakes. <laughs> but I've made quite a few. It's more like a... It was more like a pat on the back. You did a good job because you didn't have a choice. Why game was there no reviews? Stage. I would have thought finals, it's... I think the, the – no, we, we barely did anything. It was like one or two things. No wonder we played well. <laughs> Bond, what a superstar. He's, like, he's 20 still here. Yeah. Hasn't and he just, just outbodied Joel Patful, who's the like, best and fairest winner from the, the Brisbane Lions the year before, two years before. They've just double-teamed Stringer. Well, I'm not sure if you remember. Jake wasn't in form no, particularly. I do know that. 
Dalhouse has just kicked it in, but it's touched. So it's a bit of a scramble. Dunkley's picked it up. Stringer is just taking everyone on. So strong. Giving the ball away. JJ. Oh, no, this is a miss. God, this one. This this one hurt. Yeah, this one did hurt. That felt like um, a big moment at the time. I was like, yes. I agree. So at this stage, my brain's still working. Just. <laughs> Do you have to find the, the kick-out contest or are you just manning up on mummy? I'm on mummy. Yeah. Or lob, depending who's in there. Or he's manning up on you or whatever. Yeah. The funny thing was, and I, look, it's all hindsight, obviously, but I don't, like, I had more issues with Rory than mummy. Really? Like, I... I so having watched the first eight minutes of this or whatever, it's like mummy's winning the majority of hitouts, mm-hmm. but none of them are really making a difference. If that makes sense, yeah. Like they're just, it's just a hitout. It does. It means nothing on on paper. But with right. Rory, he really tested me because he was so long. So yeah. So this is. Oh, so I bumps. must be off here or forward. He's looking for himself. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I must be off. So I actually did have a break in the last in the end. Oh, but Clay Smith has just dropped it. Oh, no. Well, he realised he's not right-footed, nor was he going to get it through like seven people's hands. <laughs> Toby is so good in this quarter. The, oh, this I mean, everyone is, but Toby, there's so many little one percenters that you see him you, do. You can hear Brian's like, like how much he realises the game is in the balance here. Yeah. And it's just a rolling maul of insanity. And commentators do love this. They they don't like blowouts. Oh yeah, they live for these games. Yeah. Cuz it, it ends be up free. being like a player conversation if it's a blowout. You have to start talking about individuals and yeah. so much yeah. So this is the other the unseen part right, of Ruffy getting injured. Obviously this is I would have been playing on Phil, but instead Josh Dunkley's playing full forward. Right. Um you're talking Phil Davis there. Yeah. Well, this is another Phil Oh, Dalhouse, what a great effort. That handball. That handball. Oh, that was JJ, and, wasn't no, it? No, no, that was Libba. That was Libba. That was Libba, and that would have been one of the greatest team goals. Oh, wow. For, I'm sorry. For all of Clay's brilliance, he just didn't have enough pace there, did he? Watch this handball by Libba. That's amazing. That's the handball club. That's a Clay probably should have kicked the goal. Just for, just for history. So I would be stuck off too, right? Like oh, really? I because the so if you're watching, oh, oh god, that goal must that yeah. These are all hurt. These, these are all hurting because we are dominant. Like they haven't got it in their inside fifty for had three points in a row. Three points in a row, and and I'm a hundred percent stuck off the ground because if you're watching the um the game, the camera is on the uh, bench side of the ground. Yeah. So the broadcast view. Not, so not, you, you have to wait till the players are near you to. Yeah, I can't get off. Like, and there's there's no way. Well, I can't change the defender because the defender's not. Good. I'm not going to play down there. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that. And just from a fan's perspective, what's going through our minds here is: remember, we have lived through. I think it's seven in a row prelim oh, losses. Can't even imagine. And St Kilda 09, Adelaide ninety seven. Like, this is very St Kilda 09. Like, we were dominating, but they were slightly ahead. And yep. we just kept missing things. Whereas Adelaide's the opposite. We should, you know, we were well ahead. And then we, you know, yeah. we, we, again, we don't score a goal in that last quarter. So, so many memories are spiralling in our, all of our subconsciouses. Obviously, not to continuously make this about me. I, I remember being so frustrated right now because I couldn't get back out there. Right. Well, it's, it's yeah. still on the other side of the ground. 
So who would you be coming on for? Zane. Zane I would say, right. yeah. Zane or a forward and pushing Zane forward, basically. Yeah. Oh, look, someone's running so off. So I think Jake's coming off now. Jake's coming off, so this must be you. And I reckon that this is a get anyone off. <laughs> that, that's what happens after a while. Like, if they need to get bont on the ground, yep. like this didn't happen often with me, I reckon I come into – maybe I come into frame here. Uh, it, it wouldn't often happen with me because I wasn't as important um, or as good. But Oh, here we go. Here, like, this is it. This like, is it. If this is it. That was this that, is the Ryan goal, Griffin it? just hand passed it to Dunkley. Yeah, not to Dunkley because Dunkley's up there. But anyway, oh sorry, Who's, here we go. Oh, JJ, Matty Boyd. Sorry, JJ. Yes, JJ. He can run. He, he makes can run. everyone look so slow. Oh, no one between he and the goal. And Bont looks like he's running with concrete boots on. He does. He looks so exhausted, but then puts it onto his like to hit the front. I to hit can't the front. tell you how hard that is to do at twenty years old to step up in that moment. Yes. And with all of your, you know, tiredness, fatigue, for him to just steady, paddle, balance himself, get onto his left, execute. Yeah. So hard. And at this moment, at any point, do you start believing? No. Great. Beautiful. Look at that guy. He is everyone. Couldn't think. So Paul Darcy's Darcy. standing up oh, there man. and Brian looks like he's freaking out too. Um, the camera operator's going to find Tony Liberatore soon. Yes. Look at it. JJ's like, just... Look at the exhaustion on all the play. Like, they're all trying to do the right thing. Nathan Wilson is quick. He didn't even look like he moved. Phil Davis is sprinting. Here we go. Boyd wins a big right. tap out. See again. See, see how... Uh, Dylan got onto the end of the Dylan Shield got onto the end of it. Yeah, but we still end up winning because the ball is going our way. This was our whole thing: just get the ball going our direction. That's all we need. Matty Boyd, Matty Boyd, huge one-on-one. I keep thinking it's Dunkley because of number five. And then, so I'm in the middle of the ground. They're just going, "Don't kick it near me. Just kick it. <laughs> I'm too tired. Just kick it forward." <laughs> There's a, and there's I imagine every other player when there's a ball up is like, great, I get twenty seconds of a breather. But for you, it's uh, like, no, oh yeah, no, not, mid, not midfielders, oh, not midfielders, but um, oh, maybe actually, like, I look definitely better against Lob in the contest we've seen. Oh, Bond. And so, just for context, like Adam Thomas is probably one of the fittest blokes in the AFL. All right, yeah, he was a cross country runner through high school. Him and Tom Scully were probably right up there. And are you looking at the I know, no idea? No idea how long's and left. No idea. You're just going to keep just. Keep oh, I going. don't remember. Oh, um, friendly fire. I don't remember when they changed this. They never used to. Is it in finals? I don't tell you how long's left. I, remember they used to do that on Channel Seven. They used oh, to Channel Ten had the Channel Ten the, had the, 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 the five minute countdown. Yeah, which is good, but I and then would you'd have to listen to the radio, and the radio would be like two and a half minutes or something. Yeah, I've been at games. Where you, I just get, log on to my KO so I can see the countdown clock because I can't deal with it. Oh my god! Zane, oh, Zane. what a goal! So this is the chaos of like a prelim, right? So Clay has a snap that he shouldn't have, really. Like he just just get the ball towards the goal. Yep. Then Caleb tries to get one that he probably shouldn't have, and then Zane ends up just it lands in his lap, and, and like this it. is this is just what we spoke about in terms of like the our. The way we beat teams was just overwhelm them with time in forward half, inside 50s. Just make your defenders so bloody tired that they make mistakes. And eventually, whether we kick 
you know, 10 goals, 20, which was pretty common for us back then. <laughs> but it was like, just get the ball in there and let's keep it in there. So is that the railway? Where is no, that? No, that's the Wharf Hotel, which that's is now Wharf. closed down. Right. Oh, yes, because of the safety there's, issues. There's Tony Liberatore. And he's just freaking out. There's Rory. Oh, do you know what also is really annoying as a fan in this? Your phone, you're getting texts from every other yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your phone is just running hot and the vibration is just, like everything's annoying at this point. There's the other fittest bloke in AFL, Lockie Whitfield. A oh, massive contest by Woody. Huge. Uh, Patton. So how many? I'll just check. But he had a good game, John, didn't he? Yeah. They had Jonathan Patton and Jeremy Cameron. And so Patton kicked flag. four goals, one. This out, is out of ten goals. Sorry, out of twelve goals. They were just so unstoppable. This was so frustrating. Like we'd just gotten on a run. Like if we'd kicked the next goal, there would have been all over. Yeah. And it's uh, there's Leon Al McConnell next to him. So many momentum breaking moments. It's funny how yeah, God, he's he played a bloody good game. So if <laughs> Flesh had been matched up on Patton, might not have fared so well. I don't know who was playing on him. Maybe it was uh, Moz for the majority of them. I mean, we played team defence predominantly back here, so it was really like horses. A- anyone could help, but... Yeah. Whoever's closest yeah. sort of thing. That's a big goal, isn't it? Oh, huge. So now I'm up against Mummy again. So we got three in a row. Then they get... Oh. Here's picking. What, mate? Look at this gut running. That's the spot to put it, I guess. Oh, thank God he like, grabbed that. Like, again, dunks at full forward. We yeah, played a whole uh, game course. with a midfielder at full forward. Because, <laughs> like, Stringer's not a key forward at all. Like, he's like dunks is probably a better key forward than he's Jake. A goal sneak, yeah. Yeah, Jake's like a... He's just, like, yeah, in his own category. Yeah, he's a man of mayhem. What are you going to do, Boydy? Oh, Bont tries to do a glorious soccer. He's probably holding on clay. I agree. Liber. Liber, good strength. There's, this, there's a passage up here. This might be, like, this is, might be the passage I'm thinking of, which is just, no, it's not this one. Bont. Yeah, but this isn't a goal. No, just absolute carnage for about a minute straight out on that flank closest to us. Oh, was that oh, a Zane, that was definitely a throw. They ended up getting them back anyway. Dunks. This is not good. We're going backwards. JJ. JJ's just having a shot. God. And that's another one that he should have... Like, if that... It would have been such a demoralising goal against them. And all these things, I'm just hearing in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2009. Again, again. 1997, again. not again. Oh, that's the moment. That's the moment where... That's one, the moment I remember. Kiniglio. Dropping the mark. Dropping the mark. Because I was really close to it. There so you I are. couldn't get there. And he drops it. And like they were open. Oh, open. Really? Yeah. Like marking the ball in the middle of the ground with six minutes to go is huge. So yeah, they're just you're right, they're just going for territory. 
you're not really looking at what you're doing. How how good our handball oh. capability was. Yeah. Insane. And then they tried to like clamp down on the rules, like saying we were throwing and then it didn't matter. Like everyone just did it anyway. There was a game where we were doing a lot of hand slapping. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. We, we, we did that. We trained that. Yeah, right. And then were you told to stop? It was it, called ball, uh, ball control was what we called it. Yeah. So like it was the little taps and I actually went for a mark. I didn't know I had that much energy. ground again. Yeah, that was like my legs that don't work. <laughs> I remember these days, my calves, like I don't cramp often, but my calves felt like concrete. I was like, <laughs> I can't move. So what, what, what did the, did you, which part of your body hurts the most right now? My lungs. Uh, no. And Good like answer. my, like everything is just dead. Because it was still quite a warm night. Yep. I've obviously played probably, you know, close to 100 minutes of game time. Yes. Which is really like two hours. And on f- the five minutes to go must feel like five weeks. What a tackle Great by tackle by Jake. Massive hit by Clay. There's Clay down there as well. Like so- the perfectly executed bump by Clay. Side on side. Watch this. Watch this. Here comes Clay. Hopefully they show it. They ah. didn't. Typical. This is so. These are the moments. So that was. Was that a point? As in, yeah. So that was his only scoring shot for the day. Wow. And like, imagine he kicks that. Oh, we lose. No, we don't. <laughs> well, we we didn't. So you don't have to worry. No, there's no. Do you, you reckon we stressed. lose? Do you reckon that would have broken us? <laughs> Maybe. You don't. No, want- do you know what that means? If he kicks that, that means Tory has to get the goal after the siren. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, you know, it's obviously hard to plan a game out afterwards, but that. That would have been demoralising as. So the, the scariest... What a mark. Ma- like Bond just does everything, doesn't he? The most, like the most terrifying moments of this game for me were those defensive ruck contests. Of course. Like I was like, no free kick, no clean hit. Just, let, just, just get tangled up and make a mess of the situation and hope for the best. Like, like I didn't have high, high expectations or hopes for myself in those moments. I wasn't going to try and win the game. I was just like, just don't lose it. <laughs> And that's the difference between you and Bont. Well, in those moments, like you can't win it from the back half. Easton's got a buddy. JJ did. Yeah, JJ runs like 400 kilometres an hour. <laughs> I think I won that. Either. You did win that. Oh, yeah. Sadly, it's Dow gone to... Ran into straight... Oh, I don't know how Stringer missed the tackle there. <laughs> Not his... Uh, Not his forte. Oh, that's almost a mark too, isn't it? Toby should have handballed probably. Oh, and really should have kicked that. That was one of the least pressured left shots. Yeah. A tie. A tie with three minutes 50. I always think ties where the actual scoreline is the exact same is so much more significant. Oh, do you know that's the that's um, linguistically the difference between a draw and a tie? Oh, really? A tie is the exact same score. Okay. And so a draw a t- is... A tie is feels way more um, like, I don't know, in this memory of this game, this felt like a tie. Yes. Not like, oh, you know, yes. one team had missed six chances yep. and they'd had the same score sort of thing. <laughs> Look at Tony. <laughs> the imagination of how he's feeling. Oh, I was feeling it. <laughs> For all smother, your physical pain. Smother by... Was that Toby? I think it might have been Clay, Bigsy. There's a four on his back, I think. It's Bailey Williams. Oh, here we go. Yes. Yes, yes, Jacko. Liver has spotted Jack. 
Now, I thought that wouldn't they wouldn't pay that. I'm so I, happy they did. I must say, it wasn't my most confident moment. Great. We had a question about that. Uh, did you think he would... Did you think he would get it? That was from Mick. I was really hoping it was going to be 50, was it, to be honest. <laughs> like, Jacko is amazing at everything. This is actually the most important kick in the history of our football club. Yeah. Well, to date. You to mean? date, yeah. yeah as in, point. like, if we're in 2016 with three minutes, 10 yes. to go, yeah. Yep, I agree. God, the... So this is the last... I can't watch. Is this the last goal of the day? I think so, yeah. yeah Dan, like, you can look at... That's not like... Like, he's nailed it, but it, it's not a convincing kick. It didn't go to... It didn't hit the bloody fence or anything. <laughs> yeah, it was... Well, but it wasn't a mongrel. No, no, but it's just that classic Jacko-like... So was Bevo smashed that phone? Is that why? Uh, someone smashed it. I don't think Bevo did. <laughs> this tat... Oh, Libba... Jack, I don't know how Jacko got out, but well done. Like, and Jacko spent no time. Like, he hated spending time forward. So oh, really? He wouldn't have spent, mate, like, because he's just a ball magnet. Oh. <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed cross. and everything. Two minutes, 52. I think now, as no, I recall. I'm, I'm dead here. Like, <laughs> dead. So am I. I'm dead on the inside. Um, I think Toby does some really magical things in the next few seconds. Dalhouse was great Heater. Well. Oh, oh it freaked no, me out. Oh. Devin. Oh, oh he missed it by point. two inches. And you know, I remember at this point, I went, oh, no, five points. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. There's no. so much there's so much more safety in six. <laughs> oh. You could just see... It would just be so Bulldogs prelim to lose by one point with a kick after the siren. Now, oh, watch Toby Libba, here. Watch Libba. Watch Libba. Watch li- yeah. Like, oh. little push, smother, wrestle. God, Libba could have... Libba could have won a fight against... Three Conor McGregor's at this point. Toby. Yeah, massive. Follow up. Slippery. See how slippery it was? Like, you don't see this on television. It was no, so slippery that day. Like, it was just one of those sort of muggy-ish. Yeah. Been a warm evening. So the things you also don't see here, like the fact where Caleb Daniel was just then to get that um, intercept and boot it forward, not a mistake. Like he's there, that's his position. Oh, really? That's where he has to be. So this is the player behind the stoppage. He was the difference between the ball getting spilling into the forward line and tore his backing back like a madman. Williams. This is oh, where the I panic. thought, yeah. Here's I, the panic. Def- the left footer, not being able to go out on his right. Toby. Oh, he almost had that too, didn't he? Eastern. Oh, because why was Phil up there? Phil hurt himself or something? Fletch, huge. Clay, get it out. Because we know if they get a goal there, (coughs) they're just going to flood defence and then kick it around. It's over, yeah. I love how the coaches are saying stuff, like there's enough time to get the messages. (laughs) I've always wondered that. Yeah, there's a minute to go, mate. No one's saying anything. Just going, oh. Watch Toby here, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. The handball. Like, it's so amazing to watch. Like, 
we worked on these things for two years. Really? Like the handballing, the position at stoppage, like Toby trying to get out of the stoppage. I remember him always having the conversation around driving his leg. Like I remember all of these little coaching things that happened. And the, the crazy thing is, is they don't show up for a year and then finally when you need them most, they come up. What's, what is he doing? He's just waving his arms like a man. And now we start kicking it. And, that's, and this oh, is terrifying. This like, is so terrifying. Like ki- kicking it. Oh, cla- that, that, ki- that kick is not allowed. No. Oh, yeah. Oh. And this, okay, I'm getting, I'm allowing myself a modicum of hope at this point. Well, did you, oh, you, because you would have known how long it's left. I did, yeah. But I, but I'm still ninety percent convinced we're going to stuff it up. I don't know why I got a, right, why anyone wanted to give me a handball there. And his stringer, and now he gets it. Yep. It's less than thirty seconds. It's at this point, Tom. I drop to the floor and I ball like a child, and I don't see it another second of the game. I'm getting teary. <laughs> I just remember thinking, we're in the grand final, finally. And I got up and uh, and and no, just don't Matty Boy, Matty Boy, don't call for it. So the oh, just the the I mean, like the presence of mind. It seems like the simple thing to do, but to have the presence of mind to actually run out the clock properly, yeah, like do it. There's a, there's ways to do it, right? Where you actually you know compose yourself and get to get to the point where he walks back and oh, amazing. Where were you on the ground? I was I'm in that huddle. You're in the huddle. But where were you in regard, in relation to well, Tory? Uh, probably at like, I would have been in the zone, I guess. What does that mean? Well, as in like in, in our defensive zone for kickouts. Because okay. I don't know how, how we knew how long was left. But we knew it was not long. But I would have been standing in the middle somewhere. Looking for mummy. <laughs> not my mummy. It's Their mummy. Alberti and Tony. Oh. So, I, you know, I didn't know he missed until like the next morning. Yeah, <laughs> didn't I had no idea. Like one of the genuine games for the ages. Oh, it's so good. Now uh, another question from Jared: post match party atmosphere or determine and focus on next week? Uh, just like just pure exhaustion across <laughs> the group. Like like um, the the. The follow-up from this game, I mean, like we had like 20 minutes to get ready and leave basically after oh, the game. Really? So we did a post-match press, um, pack up the rooms, sing the song, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, guys, get ready. We're going. Wow. Like, we need to leave. Free, and Quick quick rendition of Freed by Desire. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a, a very quick like celebration, which happened straight after the song. Um, but it was really like, get in the shower, get going. Uh, wow. But I remember the, the last sort of moment, I suppose, of this week to round out the game is that I remember it like it was yesterday. I, we walked into the Virgin Lounge, if you've been there at Sydney. Yeah. Um, walked in, up the circle, gone up the stairs, walked in, just peeled to the left and just sat at one of the, the high tops um, with Stephen King and uh, Jordan Ruffhead. Just the three of us, I think. Maybe, Joel, maybe Joel Corey Guys. as well. And it was like they... Uh, Kingy, I think, just had like a great appreciation for what I'd obviously gone through, had yeah. being a ruckman himself. But just the pure and utter like relief that the game was over and we could stop thinking about, you know, planning. We just just wait till next week. And then Kingy said something to me. He said he said to both of us, he said, just enjoy and soak in every part of the week. Yeah. Because 
you may never come here again or you may never be here again. And it's so different. So from the first day, which is, you know, media and recovery and fans and well wishes and just just enjoy all of it because it's such an amazing experience. And I remember just being like, okay. But still hadn't really grasped that this was going to be a grand final. Like, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah it's hard to, uh, to describe the – like, we all understand as Bulldog supporters the, how momentous it was oh. to get into the grand final. I, yeah. we, all, we all can share that understanding. But when you're in it and you're 21 and you've just played, you know, the biggest game of your life, one of the greatest games arguably in history mm-hmm. in terms of prelims or finals or games in general – you don't really, you can't really get your head to. Oh, I'm going to be standing on the MCG with the siren going in less than seven days. It's a, it's a, it's too much for the brain to even fathom. Yeah, yeah, and you, you build yourself up so much. That's why it's so painful. Like, so when you see players crying after losing prelims or ga- or grand final, any, any game, it's because they haven't spent one week preparing for this. They've been preparing for this since they were 10 years old. Like yeah. this is the only reason they were playing. Yes, I want to play in the big leagues. Yes, I want to you know, make good money. I want to be famous. Like there's all these different reasons. But when you're a footballer, you play to win. And those moments where you fall short by inches, it's heartbreaking. But then for for the players who are lucky enough to win, it's it's excitement, yes, but it's like disbelief that you didn't fail. <laughs> yeah, I, mean? I get that. I get like that. Like, it's, yeah. it's a very, very strange set of emotions. So, um, yeah, wow. What a last quarter. Oh, it's so good. This was fun. Let's, uh, we're going to do this again with other games. Uh, we don't know when, but... Uh, man. Yeah, we'll sprinkle them through. We're, we're still looking at, obviously, doing a uh, full watch d- uh, version of this with some guests yes. um, later in the year. Uh, which I think would be great. Hopefully, our boys keep doing well, and you know we'll know over the next four weeks where we're going to end up this year. Yeah. I think pretty clearly. Hopefully, well, there might even be. I don't know if there's a gap in between round twenty three and finals. Yeah, there usually is. There usually is, but you know they're not Just, announcing anything. Anyway, all right, that's enough of that. You guys, thanks for listening. I hope you got to watch that and enjoy it, and you're feeling as emotional. Go have a cigarette <laughs> or whatever your post-coital uh, uh, routines are. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. I hope it brought us a smile watching it to or a tear as it did to you. I've got adrenaline. Yeah, well, I get a bit I get a bit jittery at the end. Yeah, let's go to the gym. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Go dogs. Today's episode was proudly brought to you by 8 Star Energy, creating energy for the future and power you can count on. Follow them on Facebook, 8 Star Energy. Give my childhood to that role of the red, white, and blue sea, and the knowledge that you had to love the bulldog boys and me. Twenty years on, I feel that longing hanging in September air. But the reason I go every week is to pretend you're still there. They will find the glory one day And I will throw it at your feet It's a long, long road they're running for you The dogs of Footscray Streets Long, long road they're running for you The dogs of Footscray Streets